the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently, we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview, and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Last week we talked about sharing our faith. Let's continue today. As we are close to the Moedim, very close, eight days away, usually refer to the high holy days in Judaism, sharing our faith should really be on our hearts. We should be sharing our faith, especially with Jewish people. Are you ready? Let's pray first. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King, we love you and praise you and honor you and Lord, we're just looking forward to revival. Lord, (laughs) our people need revival. This world needs revival. Our country needs revival. Our congregation needs revival. We all need revival. And so I pray that as we talk more about sharing our faith, we will see uh, an increase in our own faith. And, And so, Lord, pour out your spirit upon each one of us. I pray for this program to be enlightening and to be inspiring and to get people to really desire to share. So we bless you, we thank you, and praise you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, uh, I pray that this program ministers to you. If you'd like to support us with prayer or uh, finances, we'd certainly appreciate it. For the finances, you can call Karen at 813-831-5673 or go to our website, heartofmessiah.org. You can hear my messages uh, Friday night and Saturday on Facebook Live or go to our website. You can hear them. Uh, They're recorded. And Tuesday evening, we have a prayer meeting at 630 to 730. We pray for the country. We pray for Israel. And we pray for the world. And each week, it just seems more imperative to do that. You know, uh, we'd love for you to visit with your pre-believing Jewish friends or just visit. And, you know, as I said, Rosh Hashanah is eight days away. Um, You can email us, ask us for our uh, calendar for the extra services. We'll certainly email you that. And anything else you want to help share your faith or bring people to our services, we'd 
certainly appreciate. Uh, we give you various sharing tools that we have. Just ask for the sharing packet, and we'll be emailing that to you. Um, we also have uh, the book, I Have a Friend Who's Jewish to You, and that's a great sharing tool. So if you would just give us any kind of love offering at all, we'll be happy to send it to you. So uh, let's continue sharing our faith and looking at the Hebrew Scriptures. We went over a lot last week. I can't go over it again. But this next Scripture is an interesting Scripture because God promises the Jewish nation that they will exist as long as there's a sun and a moon and, and so what, what is the importance of that? Well, number one, the importance is if Jewish people don't exist, then Hasatan has proved God a liar, then Satan has proved God a liar, right? And so what has God had to do? Well, number one, he's had to keep people who are Jewish, Jewish, without a homeland for 2,000 years. Is that amazing? And so that when they came back to Israel, they would still be a people. Because that's what Scripture says. That's amazing. And that should give you so much encouragement. It also tells us why there is anti-Semitism in the world. Because Hasatan, Satan, is trying to get rid of the Jewish people. And he does it through various different means. And so this Scripture, listen to it. Jeremiah 31, 35 through 37. Only if this fixed order departs from before me, it is a declaration of Adonai, then also might Israel's offspring cease from being a nation before me. For all time, thus says Adonai, only if heaven above can be measured and the foundations of the earth searched out beneath, then also I will cast off the offspring of Israel for all they have done. It is a declaration of Adonai. So in Jeremiah 31, 33, and 34, it talks about as long as there's a sun and a moon and stars, that Israel will be a nation before him. So I, I believe that's a really important scripture. It gives us a lot of insight, but it also gives us faith that God is who he says he is because he's done incredible miracles to keep. There's no people on the face of the earth that have not had a homeland for 2,000 years and then gotten a homeland and they were still a people. It's it's amazing. Any rate, uh, Jewish people oftentimes don't, uh, believe in eternity. Yet, uh, we see eternity mentioned in many ways and shapes and forms. So, even in Psalm 23, 6, I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever, is speaking about eternity and, and heaven and hell and, and so on. But it, it's more specifically spoken of in um, Daniel 12, 1 and 2. It says, at the time, Michael, the great prince who stands guard over the sons of your people, will arise. There will be a time of distress such as never occurred since the beginning of the nation until then. But at that time, your people, everyone who is found written in the book, will be delivered. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, 
some to everlasting life and others to shame and everlasting contempt. That pretty much says it, don't you think? <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, so uh, what a, a tremendous, tremendous scripture again to give us clarity. Now, Messianic Jews share about God in order for the families of the earth to be blessed. I mean, one of the reasons we share is because it is our purpose. We see in Genesis twelve three, and I will bless those who bless you, and I'll curse those, uh, uh, and the one who curses you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth will be blessed, which to my way of thinking is that is why we share the Lord. Because through Yeshua, through the Jewish Messiah, all the people of the earth are blessed. And we see that uh, Messianic Jews who share God's plan of salvation, it's also uh, in order to obey God. And so Isaiah 62, 11 and 12, Behold, Adonai has proclaimed to the end of the earth, Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your salvation comes. See, his reward is with him and his recompense before him. Then they will call them the holy people, the redeemed of Adonai, and you will be called sought out, a city not forsaken. But first, we have to proclaim to Zion that Israel, that that Yeshua is Lord. Behold, your salvation comes. We see it in another way in Psalm 96 too. Sing to Adonai, bless his name, proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Look, there are many places in the Hebrew Scripture where we understand the importance of sharing. But we also see it in the New Covenant, and there are many places there. I'll just mention a couple. Uh, Mark sixteen fifteen, Yeshua told them, Go into all the world and proclaim the good news to every creature, to everyone, to everyone. Go! <laughs> How can you be more emphatic than go? <laughs> go into all the world, okay? But we see in Luke twenty four forty seven, he said, and the, that repentance for the removal of sin is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations beginning from Jerusalem. And Yeshua sends us again in John twenty twenty one. Yeshua said to them, as the Father has sent me, I also send you. I mean, I think these things are very clear. Wouldn't you agree? Is, is there clarity that God wants us to share the good news to everyone? And it doesn't matter about your personality or what you feel or what you like or what you don't like. God is giving us an imperative. It's called a commandment. He says, go, do this, right? And even with Christians, you even get more of that in Romans 11. In Romans eleven eleven, it says, I say then, they did not stumble, meaning the Jewish people, so as to fall, did they? May it never be. But by their false step, salvation has come to the Gentiles to provide Israel uh, to provoke Israel to jealousy so part of 
the job of those who are not Jewish is to provoke Jews to jealousy about their relationship with Yeshua. So, how does one share with Jewish people? That might be a question. That's a reasonable question. Um, You know, the first thing I tell you is that love never fails. And so, if you just love them, that will be probably as good as anything. But if you want to share from Scripture, I think it's really important that you share from the Hebrew Scriptures and find Yeshua in the Hebrew Scriptures. Does that make sense? So, let's try and do that. You can either, as I said, email me for all this information, or you can take fastidious notes right now. (laughs) Number one. You have to let Jewish people know that we are all sinners before God. Why? Because Jewish people don't have, for the most part, this is generalization, but they don't have a sense of sin in their lives. Okay? They might do some mistakes, but those aren't sins. I'm just telling you how Jewish people think. So in Ecclesiastes 7.20, it says, Surely there is not a righteous person on earth who does what is good and doesn't sin. I think that's fairly clear, right? But we see it again in Psalm 51, 3 through 7, where, you know, it says, Be gracious to me, O God, according to your mercy, according to your great compassion. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, I was born in iniquity and in sin when my mother conceived me. Wow, that'll really go against Jewish people, but you know... Because that's not how we think. That's It's just not, yeah. But there it is in the Jewish Bible, right? Psalm 51, 3 through 7. And then you can always go to Jeremiah 17, 9. The heart is deceitful above all things and incurable. Who can know it? So there are many scriptures talking about our sin in Hebrew scriptures. It's just that Jewish people, for the most part, don't know their Hebrew scriptures. Then... We go to number two. Sin separates us from God. It's not only bad, but it actually separates us from God. Isaiah 59, verse 2. Your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God. Your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. That's interesting, right? A lot we could talk about there, couldn't we? Yes. You know, and and these are things that our Jewish people just don't know. But these are things that you can show them if you know this. Show them from their scriptures. Don't even open up the new covenant. In time, yes, but not now. Three, repentance. Turning away from sin in order to follow God brings us closer to God. Well, really, that should be a Jewish concept because every Yom Kippur, which is the Day of Atonement, which is coming up in, uh, what, 18 days, 
um, that's what we talk about the entire day. We fast and we ask God to forgive us. So, you know, Ezekiel 14.6 says, return, turn away from your idols, turn your faces from all your abominations. You know, this is what we are to do. It's, it's kind of obvious, right? Number four, God forgives and redeems us through his great love and lays our sin on him. The question is, who is him? Now, I say it this way because you have to understand that Jewish people feel they're atoned for by their good works. All right? So if they have more good works than less good works, then they're saved, so to speak. But that's obviously not what Scripture says. So we read to them Isaiah 53, 5 and 6. He was pierced because of our transgressions, crushed because of our iniquities. The chastisement for our shalom was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. We all like sheep have gone astray. Each one of us have turned to his own way. So Adonai has laid on him the iniquity of us all. So rather than telling them who him is, let them figure out who him is. Ask them. I've just read that. Who is him? Now, the Jewish understanding, and I can't get that um, strongly um, in, in, in depth in today's teaching, is that him is actually the people of Israel. But um, there are a lot of ways to refute that. There are a lot of, there's some great books out. And uh, if you need to know what they are, I'll be happy to recommend them to you. But we're not ready yet to tell the Jewish person that it is Yeshua. So let's go to number five. Blood is needed to atone for our sins. Now, they say, well, (laughs) Christians have a bloody religion. Well, it's actually the Jews who have the bloody religion. Uh, Leviticus 17.11, it says the life of the flesh is in the blood, and the blood makes atonement. And that's what it says in Leviticus 17.11. So it's like Yom Kippur, where the blood the the blood was put on the altar or in in the synagogue. In the temple, I should say. And it was like uh, putting the blood over the doorpost of our house when we were in Egypt and it was time for the last plague so our firstborn would not be killed. It was about blood of the perfect lamb. It wasn't just blood of any lamb. It had to be a sinless, perfect lamb. And that's why Yeshua fits that. But we're not ready to tell them that yet. So we go to number six, and again we go to Isaiah 53. And it says in verse 11, As a result of the anguish of his soul, he will see it and be satisfied by his knowledge. The righteous one, my servant, will make many righteous, and he will bear their iniquities. So what is this him going to do. He's going to make people righteous. Now, we know only God can make people righteous. 
and he will bear their iniquities. In other words, all the sins of all the people will be upon him. So now I ask you again, if you're talking to a Jewish person, someone took all their sins upon themselves. Who is that? Who made the people righteous? Who? Who is that? By now, they are probably thinking it's Jesus, but I'm not going to say that. And then seven I throw in just for the fun of it because it's just one of those scriptures that I love and I've mentioned many times on this program. It, you know, Yeshua, first of all, is commonly called Jesus, right? But if you actually translate Yeshua from the Hebrew to the English, his name actually means salvation. So each time you see the word salvation in the following scripture or any scripture in, in, in pretty much in the Hebrew scriptures, because it's in Hebrew, right? That you could, in a sense, place the name Yeshua instead of the word salvation. So, as an example, Isaiah 12, 2 and 3. Behold, God is my salvation. God is my Yeshua. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord Adonai is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation, my Yeshua. With joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation, Yeshua. Now, one of the beautiful things about this verse, and you're going to hear it a few more times, especially in the fall season, is the third Moedim, the third holy day, is Sukkot. And in John 7, at the time of Sukkot, Yeshua stands before the people and says, if anybody is thirsty, let them drink. Now, Let's think about what the Hebrew scriptures just said. With joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation, from the wells of Yeshua. And Yeshua is saying, come and drink, and this kind of drink will not leave you thirsty. <laughs> this is like eternal water, eternal, uh, <laughs> eternal nourishment. Do you see how it works together? Is God amazing or what? Okay. Well, you know, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, Probably next week we'll have to skip some of the things that I wanted to talk about in sharing because I also wanted to share about what is Messianic Judaism and explain it uh, to the church, to the people who are not Jewish or people who just don't understand. But that probably will not happen because next week we will probably... Start on what is Rosh Hashanah? What is the meaning of these three holy days? How do they shout of Yeshua? I mean, this is so exciting to know this. I mean, really, it is. So I pray that this radio program has blessed you. Call Karen at 813-831-5673 if you would like to make a donation, if you would like to have free 
uh, sharing packet with a lot of what I said in it. Um, if you would like to get the book, I Have a Friend Who's Jewish. If you would like to find out more about Isaiah 53 and other prophecies, and I will recommend a book to you. So th- all of these reasons are to call Karen at 813-831-5673. Please visit us and bring your pre-believing Jewish friends or watch us online. Let's close in prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father and our King. May this season bring hundreds and thousands and even millions of Jewish people to know you, Yeshua, as Lord and Savior. And I pray that you, Lord, would be our first priority and we would grow in our desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.